Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, we all know that Christmas is, for the most part, about family. But in reality, it's about buying stuff, which is perhaps why the adverts exhorting us to buy stuff have become a central part of the Christmas season. Feature writer in the Irish Times, Patrick Frayne, has been reviewing them. Good afternoon, Patrick. Good afternoon, sir. The ones you've looked at, are they all in the kind of John Lewis mode of trying to uh, make you feel all huggy and emotional and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, n- not all of them. And I think I end up writing about this every year and I feel like a bit of a grinch when I do. Um, but I think it's because that John Lewis ad in particular is kind of like they go for the real gooey emotional heart of things. Yeah. And sometimes they really work and it makes me feel things. And as an Irish man in my 40s, I resent being made feel things. Absolutely. Um, particularly, particularly if they want me to buy things. Um, so... Like some of them are like that, but just all of them now are kind of big production numbers. Um, And it's almost like part of the Christmas season. Early November, these come out now and kind of launch it. They're almost like the toy show or something. They are, yeah. Now, though the Boots one, uh, the Boots adverts in general always struck me as being not trying to be that emotional. But in this one, like, I didn't understand it. Has the woman taken shrooms before she puts on the glasses or did the glasses have that effect upon her? So, so, so in the Boots one, there's a young woman walking around having a normal day and then she finds a pair of glasses. And when she looks through the glasses, everything becomes Christmassy. And the bit that gets me is she puts on the glasses, looks out the window and suddenly a tree is decked with lights. And she puts on the glasses, looks at the bus and suddenly everyone is like very festive. And the man next to her has suddenly got the head of a moose or a reindeer or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all I can think of, if, if that happened to me, I would probably attack the moose and yeah. I would kill the moose. I wouldn't just go, wow this is amazing everything's really festive now um but in the ad it becomes just a way in which she can figure out presents for people as opposed to going to the doctor and saying this is what happened when i put on these sunglasses these glasses yeah now the the aldi one at least kind of is you can see the cleverness there in that it's a kind of a is it a spin on home alone is that the idea of it it's a spin on Home Alone. I have a real problem with um, Kevin Christmas Carrot, though, who's become the Aldi Christmas ad star for the past many years now. I just find him conceptually freakish and weird. <laughs> He's a carrot <laughs> who is really into Christmas, and it always ends with him on a huge dinner table filled with beautiful Aldi food where presumably he is going to be eaten too. Mm. This is the thing I don't really understand. And then he comes back the next year. I did say in the previous year that there's something Christ-like about Kevin the Carrot, and it's a bit more of an Easter thing than a Christmas thing. Um, But I generally... So this year it's Home Alone, and Kevin, because he's also an idiot, is left by his family to fly off to Paris, and someone is breaking into the house, and there's someone... Um, spoiler alert is Santa Claus oh and uh, Kevin is enacting all sorts of acts of violence upon Santa Claus and then in the end he is launched in a very rude way into a snowman uh, which just adds another level of discomfort for me with the ad and then his family come back and then yet again he and his family are standing on this dinner table filled with gorgeous food where they are presumably about to be Mm. This is the thing I have problems with. Does it explain why a family, if they were uh, flying to Paris, 
would pack carrots anyway. I would imagine that would be illegal. The, yeah, actually, because you can't really bring kind of farmyard produce over mm. the border. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of practical things as well, like if you think about it, that are problematic with, with Kevin. Yeah. Now, is, is Disney has one as well. Now, is, is, have they been doing these kind of Christmas ads for a while? They have, and they tend to do like that really, uh, it's Disney, so they tend to do that really nice kind of animated thing. And this one was kind of moving as well. Like it's like a, a little girl and her mommy's pregnant and she's got this Mickey Mouse doll and it's all about her anticipation and fear of a new baby coming. The thing I have a problem with is just the way Disney owns everything now. So at the very end of the ad, um, she is uh, suddenly reconciled with the idea of the stew baby. And then up on the screen comes from our family to yours, Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, <laughs> Pixar. And I kind of resent the idea that they think that their huge ownership of all these brands is like my family. Yeah. That bothers me a bit. So like, this is this is why I get grinch like about it. Because so in fairness to the John Lewis ad, which is genuinely kind of moving and is about um and John Lewis is a co-op, so I'm with them politically as well. But you know, that's ultimately about, you know, the care system and foster kids and mm, stuff. Yeah. Um but when, when something like Amazon or Disney is trying to make me feel stuff uh, while simultaneously buying up all of our childhood memories and keeping them in one huge package, um, I, all this, all these kind of anti-Christmas feelings start stirring in me and I don't want to buy anything. Yeah, because the Amazon advert, no matter how much you dress it up, it is about buying cheap crap on Amazon. Like, I mean, who's going to clean up the mess uh, um, after he creates this so-called snowfall? And it was directed by Taika Titi, I think. That's like, yeah, so this, but that, I mean, again, it's like a nice ad. Like, they're really good at this now. So it's like a father and his daughter, and she's obsessed with this snow globe, um, like to a frightening degree, in my opinion. And she's kind of wandering around with the snow globe, and he's, you know, you can see he's trying to figure out, do I need to take this snow globe off her so she can have a normal childhood? Um, and in the end, what he does is, he creates a replica of the inside of the snow globe inside a Raxdale greenhouse in the back garden of their house. And the selling point for Amazon is he makes the snow by shredding paper with a shredder he's bought from Amazon. <laughs> Hello, environment. <laughs> there's just something odd about it I I mean I did say this when I reviewed it it's also like she's probably not going to see real snow ever because of Amazon and companies like that and their terrible carbon footprint Um, and I I have a huge problem with the Amazon ads like last year they had a whole thing about uh, it was all about youth anxiety and all I could think is Jeff Bezos could do an awful lot about youth anxiety by allowing unions in his companies Um, so so I get very um, I get a little het up as you can probably hear Sean Patrick happy Christmas to you uh, <laughs> uh, thanks very much for that Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.